going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Dive. And on today's episode, y'all might not like me. Y'all might, excuse me, y'all might not like me with this one, but I believe it needs to be said. A lot of things that I have to say. And um, I just hope you guys hear it with, you know, receptive ears. So uh, we're going to talk about accountability and kind of what that means, some of the things we need to do in these areas, and basically just how to get better at it. But you guys know the drill. Before we get into it, we're going to have a quick ad from our sponsor, get right back in all right so i would say this past year or a couple of months i've been getting really big into you know self-growth self-development just becoming the best version that i possibly can be and in that being the case something that i've realized i lack in some areas is accountability and it's not like big accountability, you know, like super big things. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm just not doing, but it's just like self-accountability and self-awareness. So what I mean by that is realizing that sometimes it's not other people. Sometimes it's not the situation. Sometimes it's us. And sometimes we're the ones that need to change. Sometimes we're the ones that have to do better. We need to do, uh, we need to be better stewards of what we've been given. And some quick examples and like some stories I really wanted to get into were, um, you guys know this is officially a Christian podcast, so I'm going to be doing a lot more Christian uh, examples and just kind of tying the Bible and just our relationship with God to it. So with that being the case, one thing I want to say is I was recently reading James chapter 2, and that is a famous verse because that talks about the, um, the verse that everybody talks about, faith without works is dead, right? Everybody knows that, everybody talks about it, but I don't know if we really live it if we really understand what's being said in this verse. When James is saying faith without works is dead, some people thought it was a contradiction to what was being said um, by Paul, and he was talking about faith and how everything's about faith and believing. But James is saying, well, works are important as well. What you do matters. And it's not works in terms of salvation, but it's works in terms of there are responsibilities that, that you have. And... A lot of times, and again, I'm not trying to step on any toes, but if the shoe fits, the shoe fits. God has promised us many things, right? On an individual basis, I'm sure God has given you many promises. He said he's going to do some things. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that God's not going to do it. I don't know your relationship with him. I hope he's promised it to you. Who knows? So for an example, let's say he promised you $100,000 or say he promised you a new car or a new house or something like that. Something in terms of finances, right? God is not going to give you something just because he said he's going to give it to you. What I mean by that is there are things that we have to do. The promise is a promise. Absolutely. God cannot lie. He will do this. However, the promise goes both ways. There is a side that we have to uphold. God is not just going to give you something just to give it to you. He's not just going to give you something because he promised it to you. You have to be ready for that promise. And this might be tough for a lot of people to hear, but again, I'm not always here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear because I'm here about bettering your life and helping you get to where God has you to get to, helping you achieve your God-destined life, helping you become the best version of yourself. And with that being the case, a lot of us have promises of God and unfortunately, sometimes or some of us may never see that promise, not because God doesn't want to give it to us, not because we're waiting on God, but because God is waiting on us. Because there are things that we need to do. 
we have responsibilities. God said, yeah, I'm going to give you this car, this house, this new job. But God is not going to give you these new finances if you cannot finance and steward what you have now. God is not going to give you $100,000 and you can't steward $200. You're constantly going into debt, buying things you don't need to buy. You don't know how to save. You don't know how to allocate your money properly. You're not redistributing your wealth properly. You're not doing anything that you're supposed to be doing. So the way that God looks at it is, and not to say that I'm God, but the way that he looks at it, I'm sure is, okay, I want to give you this. But if you can't even handle the smaller version of this, how am I going to give you the bigger version? If you can't handle $200, how am I going to give you 100000 100 mil, a mil. Two, how, am I, how am I supposed to give you the bigger version and you can't even handle the smaller version? And, and, and this is the thing. This goes way bigger than finances. This goes in relationships. You, you're, you're praying for that, that boyfriend or that girlfriend or that spouse, that significant other, right? And I'm sure God has promised you that you know, you're going to get them and that he has someone for you. I'm sure he has. But if you are not stewarding your singleness, if you are not stewarding what he's giving you now, why would he give you another individual? So, and again, this is his child. This is not just, just some, 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 this is his child. Why would God, as a good father, give you his child and you're not ready for it? Because let, let's be honest, right? If we're not suiting our, our singleness right, say we're not, we're not even talking to God on a daily basis. It takes pulling the teeth to get you to actually sit down and read your Bible. Why would God give you a relationship where, especially if you're a guy, your girl's going to need attention. She's going to want to hang out. She's going to want to go do things. So now you have less time to spend with God. So if you're not already spending time with God now, why would he give you something that's going to further delay the amount of time or further limit the amount of time you can spend with him? Why would he do that? When it's vital, when a relationship with him and spending time with him is vital for you to succeed. It's vital for you to live the life he's guided you to live. It's vital for your relationship. If you're barely spending time now, you definitely ain't going to spend time then. And then if you're not even spending time with God, not to get down a rabbit hole, but if you're not even spending time with God then, who knows how your relationship is going to be later because you're not consulting God on what you guys should be doing. You're not consulting God on where you should take this relationship. You're not consulting God on if this is the person you have for me. Why would he send you that person? Because then even not to get further down, but hey, we were already here, so we might as well keep going. To get even deeper, if you're not spending time with God, you're not encouraging them to spend time with God. So now you're hurting their relationship with Christ because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You want to say that God promised you the significant other, but you haven't controlled your lust. You haven't controlled your porn addiction. You haven't controlled, you know, the fact that you keep sleeping with everybody you see. When you get a relationship, that stuff doesn't go away. If anything, it might exemplify it. Relationships don't solve problems. Just getting married doesn't solve these problems. They're still there and you have to deal with them. And I feel that for a lot of us. We're in situations where like, God, I want I want a boyfriend. I want a girlfriend. I want this. I want that. And God's like, I hear you. But I'm not giving them to you. 
Because if I give it to you now, you're going to ruin the whole thing. You're not just only going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt them. And a quick analogy, and I, li- I love to use this. If, if you know me, you might have heard me say it already. God is a father. At the simplest, most basic level, our relationship with God, God is our father. Okay? So if you have trouble understanding the dynamic between us and God, he's our dad. He's just he's just heavenly. We have earthly parents. He's he's our heavenly father. He is like the father of all things. That's our dad, right? So because he's our dad, he's our parent. Parents love their children. Sometimes parents don't give their children what they want, not because they don't love their children, but because they do love their children. And they realize, if I give this to you now, you're going to hurt yourself. You're gonna. You're not gonna use it properly. You're not gonna know what to do with it. I'm not gonna give it to you, not because I don't love you, but because I do love you. I have to tell you no. And in so many areas in our lives, and that's honestly our relationship with God in in a nutshell. He doesn't not tell us to do. He doesn't tell us to not do these things, and just to you know take a quick sidestep. He doesn't tell us to not do these things, not because he doesn't want us to have fun but because he's a parent and he knows better than his children. See, the problem is we think we know better than God. We think, oh, no, I read something, so I know. Oh, I lived this experience, so I know. Oh, I heard so-and-so say so I know. You don't know, though. You don't know more than the creator of the universe. You, you don't know. So the problem is we think we know more than God. So we don't listen to God when he tells us, hey, you might not want to get drunk. Oh, God, I want to have fun. Oh, God, well, I'm not doing nothing crazy. I'll be responsible. Okay. When you get drunk, that's affecting your body. 99.9% of the time when people are drunk, they do not make decisions they would make if they were sober. And a lot of the decisions they make are worse. Drunk driving, having sex with people you didn't want to have sex to, throwing up. Committing crimes. There's a plethora of things that people do when they're drunk that they wouldn't have done sober. So when God tells us to be of a sober mind, that is not because he doesn't want us to not have fun. It's because he says, I know what this is. And I know what this this can do and what this will do if you enact in it. So if you partake in this, this is going to happen. But because I'm a father and I know that, I'm going to tell you not to do it. Not because I don't want you to have fun, but because I want to protect you. I want to make sure you're okay because I care about your future. Because I know if you do that thing, you are running the risk of putting your entire future in jeopardy. Excuse me, your entire future in jeopardy. And and as a good parent, how, who, how does he look condoning that? And people, people always think, oh, it's not out of love. No, it's out of love that I tell you no. It's out of love that I tell you you shouldn't do that. It's out of love that I'm not just going to pander to your emotions. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. That's love. Real love is not pandering to your emotions, telling you what you want to hear, always being your best friend. No, sometimes you're going to be mad at me because I'm going to tell you you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you wrong not because I want to feel that I'm right, but because I know there's a better way. Because I want you to go down that better way. But at the end of the day, you have to make your decisions. At the end of the day, this is all on you. I can lead you to the water, but I cannot force you to drink it. And that's what God is trying to help us do. He's trying to get us to the water. He can't make you drink it. But 
all the the rules and regulations are not rules and regulations. At the end of the day, not to get into another tangent, but you can get into heaven and still do these things. However, your quality of life on this earth will be very poor or will not be as good as it could have been because you did not listen to what God said. So getting back to the main topic, there are responsibilities that we have and things that we have to uphold. And if we do not uphold those things, God cannot give it to us. That does not mean you cannot have it. Hear me clearly. You can still have these things. However, there's a difference between you going to get it and God giving it to you. I do not want anything that I had to go get in my own. In me saying that, I mean God didn't open the door. I forced the door open. Because now I know I'm just in this. God didn't send me. God didn't put me there. Because when God says, I don't have to worry about anything because God is handling this situation. You can go get that contract. But you might have to work a little bit hard to get that contract. Rather than you just dying to yourself, submitting to God's will, submitting to what he told you to do. It'll be a lot easier. And it'll be a lot better. I promise. Because God's ways are always better than our ways. But we have to submit to him. We have to understand that he's not being mean. We have to understand that there's a responsibility and accountability that we need to be held to. Because I'm kind of sick and tired of people always blaming society. People always blaming others. People always blaming external factors. When a lot of times it's you. If you're the type of person that's always saying, oh, my ex-boss was trash. And you've had four bosses and they've all been trash. Sweetheart, the common denominator is you. My boy, the common denominator is you. Maybe they're not all trash. Maybe it's your personality. Maybe you need to change. Maybe your perspective needs to change. And again, I'm not trying to come at anybody, but the shoe fits. The shoe fits. We have to learn to take accountability and be okay with that. Understand that people are not coming at us, but they're telling us the truth. And sometimes the truth does hurt. But the truth also sets you free. The truth also gives you the ability to change and not be shackled or limited to that thing that held you back previously. But in order for us to get freedom, we have to take accountability and realize we're wrong. Or there's an area I need to improve in. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over this. Because this is the thing. You're never going to be perfect. As much as you try, you're never going to be perfect. But that's okay. Because in Christ, we have Jesus. And he's perfect. So that's all right. That's okay. I'm not perfect. I'm always progressing, but I'm never going to be perfect. But that's all right. And we have to get to that space. But at the end of the day, if you do not take accountability for your actions, you're never going to get to that space. Because I'm sick and tired of people complaining about situations. You could have been out of this situation a long time ago if you would have listened. And again, I do not want to make it seem like I'm coming at y'all. Because every episode I talk about... Either I've gone through this or I'm currently going through this. And right now, I'm currently going through this. I realize I'm in a situation because I didn't listen to God. Because I wanted to do what I wanted to do rather than listening to God, submitting to him and be like, you know what, God, you got it. You're right. No, I wanted to be hard-headed. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And as a result, I have to go through some things, not because God sent it, but because he gave me free will. 
to do what I wanted to do. And because I was big and bad enough to do what I wanted to do, sometimes there are consequences for your actions. Or sometimes you have to go down the long way in order to get to the same destination. And because I'm going through this, I don't want y'all to go through it. I don't want y'all to have to go through some of the things I've had to go through. Again, I'm fine. But if I didn't have Christ, I don't know if I would be okay. And the thing is, I know some of you don't. So I don't want you to go through this because I don't know how you'd react. I'm a firm believer on a lot of a big reason we go through the things we go through is so that when we go through it, we can help others so that they don't have to go through the same pain we did. Because in my opinion, if you go through something, if you have hardships, if you have trials, if you have problems in your life, and you overcome it, you succeed, why would you not share that with the world? Why would you not tell other people how to overcome? Why would you not tell people how you did it? Again, what worked for you might not work for them, but you could at least share it because it can help somebody. But if you say nothing, then what did you go through that for? Just for yourself? I mean, that's cool, but me personally, I live I live my life for not for me, but I live it for, for others. Everything I do is not for myself. It's for others. It's for other people. It's not for me. If I go through a situation and I learn, congratulations, I learned. But did I help anybody else? Am I sharing my story with other people so that they can overcome? So their quality of life can be better than mine. I don't care if people's lives are better than mine. Because your life is not mine. And my life is not yours. I worry about my life and my life only. I sleep well at night because I don't worry about other people. Because I'm not you. And you're not them. So stop comparing yourself to them. It's your life. Live it how you feel that you need to live it. But at the same time, live it how God is guiding you to live it. Don't just do anything you want to do, you know. You do need some guidance. But we have to take accountability at the end of the day. Because we can never get to these resolutions or we can never get to the points that I've talked to or I, I've talked about if we don't do the first step, which is obtain accountability. This is a very difficult subject for people to hear and it's a very difficult topic for people to understand, but it's possible. But you have to take accountability in order for you to get there. In order for you to realize it's possible, you have to take accountability. Hey, I'm in some of these positions because of me. Some of the problems we have are because of me. It's not because of God. It's not because of the devil. And oh, I'm going to quit tangent real quick. And hey, if the shoe fits, the shoe fits. I'm not trying to come at anybody. But a lot of times the devil does not have to come at you because you are in your own way. Sometimes the devil doesn't even have to worry about you. Because you're going to mess yourself up. Because you're in your own way. Because you can't take accountability for your actions. So sometimes you don't got, I don't want to worry about them. They're going to mess up anyway. Why? Because they're unable to take accountability. And because you can't take accountability, you have no self-awareness. To realize that the majority of the problems you have in your life are caused because of you. They're not caused because of other people. They're caused because of you. But because you don't have the accountability to take self-awareness in your problems. You have no idea this is even going on. And again, these are harsh truths and harsh realities to come to terms with. But I don't believe I'd be 
a loving person that I, I claim to be if I didn't give you the harsh truth that sometimes you need. And the, the good thing is a lot of us are young. Super young. And even if you're not super young, if you're in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, you still here. So you still got time. You can still improve your life. It's never too late. But in order to get there, accountability is needed. And I just hope everybody took away something from this. Something I've realized and something I've come to terms with in my life over the past couple of weeks is that I'm not responsible for how people interpret information. All I can do is present what I have to present in the best way I possibly can. But the narrative that you paint in your head or the narrative that you paint of me in your head is not, it's not my responsibility. And there's nothing I can do about it because you're making it up. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but you're making it up. I can't control that. The only thing I can control is getting the information to you. And what you do with that information is up to you at that point. But it's not my job. But in me taking accountability and saying, you know what, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to give you the best content I can, be as authentic as I can. We'll see what happens. But that's the journey. And that's the point. So that, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I hope you guys took something away from this. I hope you guys got something from this. Um, I'm going to try and start, you know, produce a lot more content, a lot more frequently. But I hope you guys understood what I'm trying to say. And again that you guys got something from this because at the end of the day i'm not always going to say what you want to hear but sometimes i try to say what you need to hear because i know you're not going to hear from anybody else so again i hope you guys took this right way if you got something from got something from it fantastic if you guys want to leave comments down below if you want to tell me something you've took, taken accountability for or some areas you realize you need to take some more accountability just drop it in the comments um but at the end of the day i love you guys until next time i will see you later Blessed, be safe.